I think I'm kind of just I had to wind down, man. You I know? hear you. I reached out for uh, no, I reached out for Craig Goldie. On oh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He, he's yeah. been going through some real. He, he's starting a lot of stuff up to help uh, artists that uh, starving artists, you know, on the streets and musicians and and because he in one of his one of his uh, posts he posted about how Ronnie helped him out. I mean, he was literally living out of a car, and Ronnie basically helped him find him, got him in with Rough Cut at first. And then later, of course, and he's just been absolutely, out of all individuals, he's been oh. absolutely devastated by the death of Ronnie. He's never fully yeah. recovered. Yeah, well, Craig, I love Craig Goldie as a guitarist for yeah. for him. He's phenomenal. Yeah, Dream Evil is a fantastic album. Yeah, I, I mean, love that album. Yeah, that is yeah. one of my favorite Dio albums. To be yeah, it's it's great. Um, I was actually just listening to that a couple of weeks ago. I broke that out first mm-hmm. time in a long yeah, time. Like, like a month ago, I was listening to it again. It's got a great sound, like a really cool vibe. There's a real it's a unique album for Dio. He does right. n- none of his other albums sound quite like Dream Evil. Yeah, this, yeah, uh, I love it. There's something maybe with the synth, the synth sound that's kind of mm-hmm. mixed in there. Mm-hmm. But great album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like the Strange Highways is its really own unique sound, real soupy, yeah. mm-hmm. thick, and but good album. So, yep. hey, excellent. what's up? My name's Steve, and I make <laughs> click tracks. And you're watching the show and listening to it, and it's the heavy show heavy hour on wncx 98.5 i am montag master of illusion what goes up must come down but not always Hey, this is Chop Top, and this might leave a few people sore, but keep it heavy. <laughs> and you're Red Bull. And you are watching and listening to Heavy Heavy Metal. Metal. All right. All right. Oh, man, my thumb. It's just so sore. <laughs> I, uh, what you pulled, been doing? I pulled my groin last night for about 20 minutes um yeah hey, kid. <laughs> tried that new move <laughs> yeah oh, oh cramping ah. where was that thumb at it's like the, the motorhead song the claw the claw <laughs> oh tonight's show kitties where we got a brand new uh brand new segment called sore thumb um we could have called it which one of these things is not like the other, but we didn't want to get a copyright infringement. So mm-hmm. sore thumb. That's a little cumbersome. Yeah, sore thumb. Um, okay, here's what it is. We, we got bad songs or songs that they don't quite set the same high bar as the rest of the album, or maybe songs that just don't work or detract from an album in some way, or they don't add to the album. Maybe there's a great album with like one sucky track maybe there's a mediocre album with one shitty track or maybe it's a song that's kind of myopic or badly indulgent uh, in all the wrong ways. You know, something that just doesn't quite work and leaves you wondering why the band would include it on an album of otherwise decent songs. <laughs> so now you understand the context. So this can go a lot of different ways, you know, cause it's often hard to find a great album with one shitty song on it. Mm-hmm. It's easy to find shitty songs. Right. <laughs> one great album with like one, but but they're out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's that's what we're going to talk about tonight, kids, in the volume one of the Sore Thumb series. 
So um, who, who would like to go first? Who, who's chomping at the bits to talk about their first sore thumb song? Doesn't matter. I'll, I can go first. If you'd All like. right, Chop. Fire away, Chop. <clears throat> okay, for, for my fifth choice, this might give me a little heat, but I, I don't have to like the song, and I don't. Um, that's right. I don't have to like it. Damn it! <laughs> Coming out defiant. I like Get it. off my lawn. Um, <laughs> this is uh, we this don't is even know yet. Classic album. I know you guys love this album as much as I do. 1981's Mob Rules. Mm. The song mm. I'm picking mm. is "Slipping Away." Mm. The rest. Of the, it seems the rest. Of, the rest of the track listing is brilliant. It has a vibe to it. Everything is going, and then you get to "Slipping Away," and it's just like. Slipping away. It's like it's like, it just kind of bouncy and takes away from the the darkness and the, the everything else that we love. I mean, the floor right, is it's so great on that It should album. be dark and broody yeah. and evil. Yeah, and it's, it's not it's evil just, enough. It, it, it's the only track I skip on that CD, hmm. and uh, because I love the rest of the track, and I think with that being said, also an underrated song. I know we're talking about Sortham, but Country Girl is such a good song. <clears throat> great riff. See, it's funny because I would have flipped those two. Because really? I I like slipping away. Okay, and it, it's less about the chorus because it's a little, it's a little like show show tuny. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, that main riff, that's that's fucking heavy. That's a, that's a really great riff. Solid riff. Yeah, it's a solid riff. But the chorus is like, eh. but country girl is like, I don't know, man. Uh, that's just me. But that's right, great. Right. This, that's why it's so great. You don't have to like it. And you I don't. don't. That's right. <laughs> you can suck my yeah. sore thumb. There's my thumb for you to suck. I don't like either one of them. So <laughs> there. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Stop sucking my sore, thumb. sore thumbs on that one. <laughs> All right, Chop. Good. Hey, you know, that. this is what yeah. makes things so exciting because you, we, you you know, know, what kids at home, we don't know what we're going to pick. We don't yeah. plan this stuff out. No. And I'm a huge Sabbath yeah. fan. I got your surprise shocker. I got most of discography. But uh, what, you want to see yeah, my surprise face? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think those those two tracks, though, Monte, are arguably on that album. I think they're most cited, both those, for either camp. You know, one person doesn't right. slip away right. or it's Country Girl. Yeah. So, but I think it right. interrupts with the overall flow for me because okay. then you're killing on the end of the album, you're killing it with falling off the edge of the world Great and then over and yeah. over and i'm like yeah the album's so if they took that out for me it'd be absolutely perfect but it is damn close to being perfect we can okay. say that nice. i like what you say about flow like there is definitely an album has to have a certain flow to it and uh i have one maybe two that aren't necessarily bad songs but they don't flow well with the rest of the album. They just right. kind of, they are right. this, this sore thumb. In and of themselves, they might be an okay song. Yes. But they're either, they, well, we'll get in, more into it, but yeah. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense, right? They, this is this is why they stand out. With, there's something mm-hmm. about the album that's great and like something like, oh, something's not working. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well, Dred, why don't you do your uh, number five? Okay, I'll, I'll go with the sorest of sore thumbs on my entire <laughs> list. <laughs> Okay, so what I did, when I set out to pick out some songs, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go with, I'm going to start with the big boys. I'm going to start with the big popular bands, because I'm like, 
in my mind, I'm like, everybody's got a stinker out there. So I'm going to go look for the stinkers yeah. and, the big, and the big popular bands. Nice. So that was my premise going in. So I, I think I found a few here. And <laughs> so, okay, we'll start with the stinker one. Uh, Rush. So this is Rush. Oh, okay. Yeah. As soon as I tell you the album, you're going to know what it is. Okay. Caress of Steel. Is it? I think I know. I think I'm going bald. <laughs> yeah. Really? Right yeah. after Bastille Day. <laughs> right. This, this beautiful song. You've got the Necromancer. Yes. You've got Lakeside oh, Park. Yeah. You've got Bastille Day. This yeah. beautiful, great Rush opener. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, nice progressive song. And then you've got Geddy Lee talking about, you know, going bald. Or maybe maybe uh, Neil, Neil Peart- wrote this. Yeah, but, Neil, uh, Neil started writing all those. He was yeah, you got time. this weird... Yeah, sandwich between Bastille Day, Lakeside right. Park. Yeah, this little odd little ditty of self reflection. Yeah. I don't know what. Right, it's because it's, it's a short song too. It's not very long. Yeah, it's right. Just, and then you got and what you... side two? You got the Fountain of Lamnep, which yes. is one of my favorite. I mean, yeah, I get it. Right. <laughs> it's well, so they're freaking that's... weird. Like, yes, maybe on their debut album, this would have got you know they could have gotten away with it. It's kind yeah. of a rock song, like a silly kind of rock kind of thing, yeah because this is kind of goofy and, and an otherwise dark album it is dark and yeah, even lakeside park really isn't dark. dark but it's got that mournful the first time we see you know we're talking about that mournful yeah. loss of time yeah exactly you know, but then, yeah. yeah but then the necromancer's dark the fountain of lamnath <laughs> is just <laughs> achingly dark i mean uh-huh. this is that's why i love this album so much crest of steel i i think is my, my my favorite rush album for so many I reasons i love this album yeah yeah, yeah but uh, you and, gotta get this song out of there man <laughs> <laughs> you know i i, I, I think, hope they never play that live it ruins the whole mood all right we're playing <laughs> i think i'm going bald i think that's why that's Freaking. why i, I may be getting my i've talked about it they were laughing i think that's why the album didn't do well because people are like going what the hell man really that one right. song screwed the whole it's album. just like it's just like it's yeah because really? if you remove that song from the album you still have a stellar record, man. Oh my god, yeah. My guess yeah. is they needed a filler track that was for like four minutes or three and a half or something like that. They needed like to fill up the album side. Mm-hmm. And I think they talked about that one time too. Mm-hmm. There was, didn't they? Uh, what was it on our previous rush discussion, Mark or Dreadbull? You might have mentioned it. I think they it needed, was. Man. They needed oh. a short filler that was precisely X amount of minutes and oh, seconds. Was it that song? No, but they but they wrote a song real quick. It might have been on Signals or something yes. like a big like yeah, a, yeah it was one it. of the newer ones. Yeah, or Grace Under Pressure or something. It's like and like right. yeah, they whipped it out like immediately. Like yes, oh my god, how can you do this? Um, yeah, that's my guess is they needed that three and a half four minute three and a half minute song because it's not long hmm. to to fit no, in. It's really short. Yeah, Thank yeah. God. I mean, can you imagine someone who never heard Rush and like that was a song they accidentally like listened to at first? <laughs> yeah, you're like, gonna have the completely the wrong impression. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. what the fuck I I, why, why, I why are you guys listening to this guy talking about going bald yeah what are these goofball band is this weird al yankovic what the hell's going on right no 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 i get it man i get it guys yeah, yeah was a good choice, i've always thought it was a little goofy of a song but yeah but knowing them and kind of that they don't really take themselves too seriously i get it but yeah in the context of of the of the album it, it, it doesn't fit you're career, right your catalog yeah yeah it's just like it, it doesn't fit and i'm i'm not I, and that yeah. was probably maybe the first really like rush album that they had put out like uh you know fly by night hat was starting to move towards that progressive sound you yeah. know like by tour and the snow dog stuff like that but uh they really embraced it with with uh caress of steel you know they really embraced the yeah. those long format story driven songs 
and uh yeah i mean i don't know it, was, it just seemed like a that was a, a great pick you know. yeah that's good that's a, that's a great one man coming out swinging okay no, i like that i like that no i i agree i i uh i've often thought that as well I'm like man this album's so great and i mean i don't i just kind of took it as is but i thought god that's a weird song it just doesn't fit yeah but okay you know <laughs> no I, I love it uh okay my number five uh is also from a big band a band we know as van halen um oh. off of their fair warning album this is their a musical track called sunday afternoon in the park oh yeah it's just got this weird kind of slow beat and like a synthesizer like a moog synthesizer playing this like weird droning kind of beat behind the you know alex's drums mm-hmm. and it's just a musical interlude it's only like about two and a half minutes mm-hmm. but it doesn't fit with the vibe of the whole album fair warning is a phenomenal album unchained hear about it later so this is love i mean great songs heavy heavy they were at their peak of their or their power on this album and here comes this like slow like kind of eddie van halen playing with the keyboard moog synthesizer sounds and it's like okay you, you obviously were playing and tinkering with some musical ideas here that maybe didn't didn't develop there might be a reason that they didn't develop maybe right. you shouldn't put them on one of your best albums you know <laughs> right. um yeah do you guys know the song i'm talking about vaguely mm-hmm. like i thought so thoroughly skipped that that i, I i've barely ever listened to it because i completely agree it, it, it has no place on that album. yeah because yeah. like the next song is um I don't know. It kind of comes in real heavy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know the name of the song afterwards, but it's a real heavy, heavy pump rock. You know, it's like, yeah. So that's my number five. Great. All yeah, right. that's definitely uh, worthy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, chop number four. All right, uh, another band that you know it's a big, big leaguer. It's Kiss. It's off their debut album. Mm-hmm. And it's called Love Theme from Kiss. <laughs> yes. Now, Mark Montag knows that. Oh, I'm like, you have oh, probably yeah. arguably their best album oh, in their history. I mean, it's such it, a dark album. I mean, it, my gosh, yeah. every track is so good. And then yeah. you get the Love Theme from Kiss. Yes. And then, my yes. God, the next song's 100,000 Years. And you're like, right. how the hell do you go from that to 100,000 yes. Years? Uh, dreadful. It's so I, bad. I mean, yeah. their, their lyrics, we all know. Yeah, and there's no music. This is just another musical interlude. Yeah. Okay. There's no lyrics. That's funny you mentioned it, Chop, because that's also on my list. I was going to include it. I'm just going to share it now. I got a lot of Kiss on my my list. I'm going to have more in the future. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, that's that's funny. Uh, It doesn't fit. It's just like you took away from an otherwise perfect album. What a debut. Maybe it's some of their darkest material as well. Arguably, some of their heavier. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, in there. it's a stellar album. I th- what what you have here? It sounds like it sounds like like early kind of like uh, early disco, but meets like a soundtrack from like something you might see in a Rockford Files TV show or something. <laughs> wow you know like well it's 74 but uh yeah i mean you're gonna hear like maybe something in more of a funky soul not not good like dolomite but it's got this kind of dually <laughs> dually yeah. guitar riff just 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 tonight when we're done google it 
you know, Dreadbull. Just listen to it. Love theme from Kiss. You're gonna yeah, say, okay, oh, I'm gonna wow. have an after. You're, you're gonna have to. <laughs> curious. No, I totally agree with you, Chop. It's like rain, I'll take a rain check. I'm going to bed after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. No. No. I, don't I want totally... that stuck in my head. Yeah. Oh, it will, because it's playing in my head right now. Um. I wish we could get away with playing some clips of these songs. I know, you know I know. That you would know, really it, add to it. It would be good in a porn movie. It was almost like it almost sounds like it'd be <laughs> some good porn in a music. It almost sounds like it, but not that. What could you go? Wow! Doesn't have that funk. It's like it's like non-funky porn. Non-funky porn. It would be good in the background. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is ungood. Just you know plain porn. white guy porn yeah it's like really bad it's like <laughs> it's gonna be like it's got limp dick porn we're just like <laughs> limp ed dick porn <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. ed porn yeah. yep that's it man well, I'm glad I, the only one. I knew i knew there was gonna be some kiss in here i just it's so oh, ironic don't worry I, i've got one on my list for tonight too so don't worry right. <laughs> we're gonna represent yeah oh my gosh yeah i know okay uh dreadbull you're number four Okay, I'm gonna go with another another heavy hitter. So I'm hitting I'm hitting Metallica next, oh, and we're going straight to the classic "Ride the Lightning." Mm. Uh, yeah. So this is one of those songs we started to get into this earlier. That is in and of itself is not a bad song, but when it's surrounded by greatness, it, it, it suffers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the song "Escape" for me. Yep. Oh, "Escape." Yeah. Yeah. It just you know you've got creeping death for whom the bell tolls fade to black and then this is the turd in the punch bowl really this song <laughs> you know it's just it doesn't fit it doesn't right. fit the power and the yeah. majesty of all these other songs right on it, this album you know, Dredd, with you saying that that does take away if, if you're flowing through the whole house flowing great along you get to skip right like, yeah it's a slower tempo all that yeah, yeah. and especially yeah. The, the 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 bridge and the chorus it just it sounds almost like happy um right. right it's not nearly as dark and no it's not aggressive or fast mm-hmm. and it's just like it's kind of bland it's kind of like softens the mood of an otherwise metallica aggressive even album. They, metallica even said they hate the song so oh, really okay it was like a filler kind of thing for them to finish up ride the lightning see filler right another we need, filler we need, it we need four like a filler song yeah it does. like there's a nice time change a little over halfway through and the pretty good guitar solo in there that kind of redeems it a bit so mm-hmm. if you have to get through it if you're not near right. the stereo to hit skip you know right but, uh, you had out. we not had such out, a great album, album it might have yeah. stood up better right but they were those first couple albums man they were just they were just punk thrash metal i mean they were really mm-hmm. pushing it and this one yeah i, I agree it, like oh yeah that's the one now you get to master puppets and there's no there's not a weak track i mean no. i right. couldn't find there's nothing weak on that album. right right that, that will never I, make this list no we had we had that, that great we had that great episode on oh, it we were our, our, our first uh slugfest and as much as i had to waste song for song master puppets got the win but i still love uh you know rest in peace better but anyway um, yeah, that's a good choice, man. Um, choice. I, I, I'm going to go with another heavy hitter as well. All right. Off of one of the best the albums. Big boys. One of the best albums that all of us love, and it's in our probably our top 10 albums of all time. Are we going Maiden? Is mm-hmm. this a Maiden? No. No, this is Alice in Chains <clears throat> from The Dirt. From album. Dirt? Okay. Yes. Uh, this is a song called Iron Glass. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a throwaway. Oh, right. Yeah. Totally. It's just this kind of musical interlude. It's like a minute and a <laughs> yes. half of like screaming guitars. And then you hear this rad rum, rad rum at the end. It was totally yeah. unnecessary. It's it just like, I know they're being self-indulgent. Like, wouldn't it be funny if we said Iron Glam instead of Iron Man? Yes, that's funny. And it, it <laughs> they're take, probably all high. You know? Right. You know, it just takes away from this fucking brilliant record oh, where every song album. is just on fire and then you get this song that it's like wait a minute it's self-indulgent in the wrong way like i don't mind a band it could be self-indulgent like dream theater either they can be self-indulgent but you know you don't mind taking the journey with them this is self-indulgence for like the wrong sake like let's be cute let's try to be cute funny yeah and it's it's alice in chains not alice in cute um right, so yeah. yeah iron glam is just like they hear it and it's like nah i was tempted i was even tempted to like delete it from my from my computer my jukebox I'm like <laughs> no nah, i have a hard time doing that but um yeah it's just it's just unnecessary it's bizarre it's unnecessary so yeah, they're trying to be cute jerry cantrell we invite you to come on the show man yeah, tell us what it. the fuck we love you love your band but why the hell did you put that on there so anyway um you know when Charlotte's Web, we did our demo and we had like 30 seconds of, of space. Like, let's just do something else. And we did a quick, we basically did the riff for Master of Puppets. Dun, 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 bah. And we called it Pastor of Muppets. You know, haha, that's so funny. It was just like that. But that was just for us because, you know, mm-hmm. we're just being self indulgent because we're having fun. And yeah. maybe that's what they were doing, but that would never have made it onto our record, you know, especially not their second album, the, one of the biggest selling records of all time dirt yeah. so there it is my number four iron glam <laughs> okay all right. all right chap number three number three this is by a band that i love um it's a mediocre album but there's a song in there just really is ridiculous and stupid <laughs> it's saxon's on rock the nations cd okay and yeah. it is it is a uh, party till you puke <laughs> <laughs> And it's fucking stupid. And I believe it's got Elton John playing piano on it yeah. uh, as a guest. And it does not flow with the rest of the album. They have I mean, two songs that say rock and roll in the title, right? Isn't that the album that has two songs with rock and roll? Oh, God. They got the Rock the Nations. Rock. Yep. And we came here to rock. So, yeah, they got two songs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, look. It's not a great album, okay? I'll re- but... For Saxon yeah. fan like me, I can tolerate it more than maybe somebody else. But that yeah. song right there, "Party to is fucking stupid. It doesn't, it doesn't match, right? No, it doesn't go with the rest of the album. You're like, okay, you know, why is this included? And El- Sir Elton John to play piano for it on that was like, why? That's but, crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, so, it makes you wonder sometimes what what these people are thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I got a lot of their discography, but it's not their one I reach for all the time. Every once in a while, it's got some good tracks, but it's it's mediocre. Yeah. But as far as the total whole, the the flow and the running time of that album, that just sticks out. That's just the fun with that album. We should see what Nibs has to say about that song. Oh, he you loves know? everything. Saxon, so you know, <laughs> fuck I, you, mate. I no, I think it'd be a good time. I'd love to hear a, a, a twenty minute mm-hmm. talk about what this song that this album. So no man, yeah. Well, that's that's a good pick. That's that's a good one. All right, Dreadbull, number three. All right, all right. We're going uh, we're going even bigger, oh. bigger for, for us. 
Okay. We, 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 yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a poke at Maiden here. Oh yeah. Oh, I think we touched I on this a little bit too, but... on our cover uh, cover bands episode. Mm. But for me, uh, this is off Number of the Beast, Gangland. Never liked oh, this song. Okay. I've never liked it. I skip it every time. Like really? I just don't like this song. Mm. And that's why we talked about the cover songs and Dream Theater covered this and completely right. changed it. Yeah. Turned it into this bluesy little little yeah, like, a, uh, like, a lounge, like a lounge number yeah. yeah did you like that version better does that absolutely make you, did does yes. it make you like the song wow. better at whole uh, the no no, no i like no? their version i like dream theater's version okay i'm glad okay. they changed it because that was the song that i never liked anyway from this okay. album so i'm like oh they did something different with it cool i would I like this if i would swap would out the song i i would swap out gangland for total eclipse it, oh yeah, exactly yeah said that total exactly that was part, that was part of my notes i'm okay. like that the real kicker of all this is they did total eclipse that yeah. was a b-side for this album yeah which is they could have put that in that would have been and way made better gang, on the and, sub. yeah and gangland could have been a b-side and we probably would have liked it a lot better. i would like it a lot more as a b-side right yeah as a little bonus track like okay cool a new yeah. another maiden mm-hmm. song for us to listen to right total eclipse is infinitely better of a song. <laughs> yeah, it's such, it is so much better yeah especially that those that chorus man no 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 yeah i mean you go from run to the hills <laughs> yeah you got hallowed be that name and then in between is this like little dingleberry hangland <laughs> sitting there yeah. and you know yeah. i don't like it don't like the song. fun note i love our i used that riff i used that riff in a in a pig song called license to drive so i actually <laughs> kind of ripped off total eclipse and i i wrote that song to that to that rhythm that melody so yeah there we go okay so nice. yeah that was a much worse, more worthy song nobody's riffing <laughs> off ripping I, I off the gangland riff. that Brad. I hate to interrupt you. I was actually going to pick that for this episode. That was <laughs> okay. nice. Nice. Well, it's good that we're all like we got some kind of confirmation. We're not. We're not the only ones who are seeing this. Stuff. Okay. I, I wasn't nice. sure if I'd be out all, all on my own on that no. one. No, 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 no. I I get okay. it when I hear it. Like, yeah, it's one of my lesser liked tracks on that album. It's just right. like it's it's down in the bottom for the me. The vocals are kind of halting and and herky jerky throughout, yeah. you know. And it's like it doesn't have that powerful flow of you know. Yeah. You know, Can you imagine that album though with total eclipse and that replacement? That would be yeah, no, no great. Yes, be, yes, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, my God, that'd be so good. Right. Well, I'm glad they brought it back when they did the extended version, so you could hear it mm-hmm. as the B side. You know, so it's nice. Um, all right, my number three. I think you're both gonna like this one more so. Chop top because we went to the show together um in 1998 a reformed kiss with the original members got together <laughs> and did an album called psycho circus yeah which is a mediocre album there's like three decent tracks on it psycho circus is really up. good no no it's called that's the album lick it up <laughs> okay. I, I, that's actually a pretty good album um, oh boy no it is it's, it's actually pretty good uh okay. okay but they have two songs on this album that are pretty horrible <laughs> and they got sued by um, by uh, Alice Cooper Alice on a Cooper. song called they have a, Alice Cooper's 18. They have a song on, on Circus called Dreamin'. And it's it's the total totally rip off of the music. Oh my so Alice Cooper sued them and won. So good for you, Alice. We'd love to have you on the show. Come on. <laughs> anyway, so they have two songs on here that are really, really bad. One is a um a horrible, horrible song by Gene Simmons. Uh supposed to be like a ballad called We Are One. Ooh. We are one it is just like pablum and the worst kind of like writing and sentimentality it is dripping with unearned sentimentality it's just complete shit it's horrible but the song that really stands out both sore thumbs 
is a song that Peter Chris sings called Ooh. I Found My Way. <laughs> yes, because Peter Chris had his song Beth. You know, he had his, he had his Beth. He, he sang Black Diamond, though, on the first album. And he's got a decent mm-hmm. voice, real raspy. So he sings yeah, Black Diamond. He yeah. sings some other stuff. Yeah. He, he's, he Hard Luck good. Woman. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby driver, which is yep. Let's not talk about baby driver. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be on my list. Go, baby driver. You driving all night long? But yeah, we don't, we don't need clips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can just sing it. Yeah, yeah. Sing all these. I'm <laughs> um, yeah, I found my way is another Peter Chris ballad to kind of recapture because they needed a Beth on the song, um, and so I found my way has got piano and sweeping strings and there's a really horrible lyric it's something like and i turn just long enough to stop and lock that door you know? <laughs> it's like oh my god i found my way back to you oh that's another one you can either google just go on youtube and listen to it, it is, a bad it is, kiss list oh believe me I, that could be a whole fucking show we don't um, do our top five deep dive on kiss yeah, we gotta do yes we're gonna do a deep dive we gotta finish the rush oh, deep no. dive yeah you oh, yeah we're gonna make dreadful work through yeah. it yeah oh, it's time bad. to we'll purge you through, buddy we're here for therapy that's we right uh, um, did i mention i'm resigning after the show <laughs> <laughs> so yeah kiss uh, jokes psych- on you psycho circus uh we are one and i found my way we're gonna two for one two sore thumbs for one album god that really hurt <laughs> <laughs> deep hurting deep hurting i'm gonna keep dreaming dreaming you know dreaming's a good song because I like i'm 18 dream. was a good song but that as soon as i first heard that yeah I'm like, like oh that's I'm 18, 18. Yeah, because 18 is a phenomenal song. One of the yes. you know, best Alice Cooper songs. I love that song. Really? I'm like, and that's not the only thing that Kiss has ripped off. Uh, I Just Wanna is, 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 um, Summertime Blues. Summertime Blues, right. Yeah. And then if you listen to oh, Kiss, the, Kiss has an album they did right before they reunited called, um, it was a Carnival of Souls. And yes. I, I like to call the album Kiss and Chains. It's album. Kiss and yeah. Chains. Yeah. Kiss does a grunge album. Now, that being said, some of those mm-hmm. tracks are really good. Hate is mm-hmm. really good. Rain, there's a couple of good, good tracks. But you could definitely tell that they were trying to be Alice in Chains from the chord oh, progressions, wow. the tuned down guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you listen to it, you're, is, yeah, just listen to the first song, Hate. You're going to hear mm-hmm. these Alice in Chains riffs. It's like, come on, guys, dudes. You've just gotten they so far reaching. away from you. Yeah. yeah, they were reaching total stylistic change, trying yeah. to go with the. With it the doesn't time. sound like them at all. It sounds really yeah. forced. Um, it, it's got some good songs on it, but it's just not. I agree. Just, yeah. No. So anyway, found my way back to you. <laughs> all right, number two, chap, go to town, man. <laughs> number two, good fellas, uh, from one of our favorite bands and one of my favorite albums, Overkills from the Underground and Below, 1997. The song I think you know what I'm talking about is Promises. We've talked about it before. We did our huge discography show Oof, on Overkill. That was a task. Yeah, that was Overkill Overdose. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we talked about that they write really good ballady songs, but when it's in the Overkill style, when they try to go the traditional route of ballad, it's like, ooh. And this is the only... When they try to be the, the Scorpions or something? Yeah, it's just like, you, I mean, you got the whole album fucking smokes, right? We all love it. We're fans. And then you got promises. 
And then you close things up with a little bit of murder. So you got this happy fucking ballad <laughs> that is horrible. And then you close up with a burner, a little bit of murder at the end. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So for me, yeah, number two in this list is what, uh, Promises. When did that one come out, Chop? Uh, 97, Greg. 97, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Did bands still feel the need to have to throw a ballad on every album? You know, there's got to be a ballad somewhere. And I know that was kind of bad in the 80s for a while. You know, everybody have to had to have a ballad, especially like yeah. hair metal stuff, of course. They did a... Uh, overkill did two mistakes there's only two albums this one where they put promises and another future one the killing kind which i'll get to that song in a future episode they put one on <laughs> other than that that was uh, and i knew they were through a label change at that time they were on cmc international which is now defunct um but yeah it doesn't work for them we all know and love overkill that we know and love yeah. them for See who we are yeah we're state. a huge fans yeah. yeah all right that's a good <laughs> uh, good one good number two there all right dreadbull Okay, another beloved band uh, and another an album that I very much love. Uh, we're going Queensryche here. This is Off the Warning. Mm. A little strange little digital number called NM156. Oh, so, yeah, nice. I mean, you know, early days of Queensryche, there was a lot of like sci-fi sort of vibe, particularly on Rage for Order, the next al- album. Mm-hmm. Kind of, but they did it really well on that album, I thought. Uh, but, uh so yeah but this one i don't know it just didn't work here they went way too far with it like this was really uh just overflowing with all these digital sounds and like tate's vocals are very robotic like he's trying to sound like a robot i think when he sings it very halting sort of intentionally done yeah yeah and it just i don't know it doesn't it sticks out it's a sore thumb on this album I, i don't like the song i mean it's yeah i don't know it, it just the whole the final product it had a good uh they might have had a, it might have been a cool idea at the time but it, the final product just didn't didn't work for me and it doesn't fit in this it's one of those you just skip past it i do wow. when okay. i listen to this album oh, so interesting yeah interesting. yeah i'm trying to like trying to remember it now um yeah it's very heavy very heavily is that the one Oh, okay. Very tech, you got that really tech. kind of syncopated beat. It's like the, the yeah, and his vocals are playing very on the syncopated off. too. He's yeah. like playing on the off beats. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's good. Don't good like song. that one. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, my number two uh, rhymes two rhymes with the band uh, name. Uh, band called Tool. Um. Oh. The, yeah, I like Tool. Uh, very very good band. They push the boundaries, but. In one album in particular, they became completely self-indulgent uh, and just like, what the fuck are you doing, guys? This is not art or trying to be art. You're just you're just jerking off in our faces here. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that, man. This is a bit off the album, Enema. Yeah, there, there, that should have given you a warning. They have three tracks that are just completely throwaways. One's called Useful Idiot. I think it's just noise. Yeah, you know, for like a minute. There's one called Message to Harry Manback, which is basically some music over top of a, a someone had left like a playing a voice message from a, you know, like a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, so give me a call, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. Again, completely useless. And then there's one called Intermission. That's just kind of this, I don't even remember, because I, when I did my list a while ago, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll know what this is. It, it might be circus music. I don't know. what, But something, another throwaway, like three tracks on this album, which is otherwise good, 
three like minute long tracks that really don't add anything. Like why, why would you have these on here? So, so Maynard, we invite you on. Tell us what you were thinking, your creative process at the time. Tell us what you were thinking. Um, yeah, useful idiot message to Harry Man back in intermission. You got a three for three sore <laughs> three thumbs. thumbs. Three no, sore that's, thumbs that's on that. Tool Enema. I'm a huge Tool fan, but they usually do that on every album. There's these these like minute, two minute things that are just it's throwaway. And it's like just throw those out. You got a perfect right. fucking album. Yeah, yeah. No, Maynard is a very like he likes to do this high concept kind of stuff sure. or these you know Fibonacci sequence stuff and yeah. like all and very likes to be very edgy and creative and kind of I don't know. It gets a little too artsy fartsy at times. I think well, you know yeah. what I mean. When there's no relevance or no connection, I don't mind that interesting sequence, the time sequence, because that mm-hmm. that's really great, you know. But this just what. I, I just didn't get it. useful idiot or the intermission. It's just like, doesn't, it doesn't, it's almost it. feels like an inside joke that you're not privy to. So, yes. You know, that's, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. That's I agree. Point. It's like, it was funny for them, but no one else. Why, <laughs> right. why put it yeah. on there? You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to think it's funny. We're going to think you're idiots. <laughs> you're not even being useful idiots like your song. Right. <laughs> yeah. I completely uh, agree. I, I'm not a big fan of those weird little, weird little, there are very few of them out there that work. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right, we are down to our number one pick for this volume. Number one, number one, Sawyer's our number one. All right, Chop Chop, what is your number one pick? My favorite band of all time off Brave New World, Out of the Silent Planet. Oh, okay, interesting pick. You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) Otherwise, I think, I mean, this is, what a comeback, number one. We've discussed it ad nauseum before, you know, Bruce coming back in the band. But for me, I, I like every other song on the album, but this one is just the one for me. I just, out of the silent planet, out of the, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good. Fucking chorus, <laughs> nice. it's nice. fucking that's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> and I want to fucking skip it every time I, 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 I actually I do skip it every time I hear it. But it's just that goofy fucking chorus, and it's just it's stupid and it doesn't it doesn't fit with the rest of what i think is one hell of a comeback yeah um, mm-hmm. a reunion album and uh yeah for me that that's the track that's the stinker that's a sore thumb on it all right it's a great album yeah uh, i never saw it as that um yeah it didn't bother me um mm-hmm. they have they have mm-hmm. other other albums with stinkers but yeah i, I can <laughs> right. see why you why you would think that sir certainly yeah i kind yeah. of agree the chorus is weak uh i don't dislike it i think as much as you but yeah i uh some it's, the more modern maiden some of their courses are weird like kind of crappy like i you know we we grew up with the powerful maiden you know oh, with yeah. these soaring oh, choruses know. and yeah. you know air raid siren dickinson and <clears throat> really powerful stuff and you know modern maiden has some of their courses are kind of weak and yeah, yeah that's it's not, not as I majestic of soaring them. yeah but yeah. but i will tell you i was the other day i was working on stuff uh and I, I listened to Book of Souls and I actually kind of liked it better than I did the, for the previous couple of years. It's been a while since I listened to it. I'm like, oh, you know, Walked away. I was just not, thinking about it. The other it's day. not as good as it's not a great album, but it's not it, it's it's OK. I mean, sin, sin, the new one. Uh, yeah, yeah that, Sinjitsu. Sinjitsu, that, that, that album's just getting better and better every time I listen to it. But yes, uh, I love it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's interesting. All right, Chop. Uh, interesting pick. Dreadbull, okay. uh, your number one. Okay, I'm going with number one. I'm going with my most beloved band, Dream Theater. Ooh. They're not even even Dream Theater. No, no one here. escapes our gaze. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is off the train of thought. Okay. So this was an album when Dream Theater went into the studio. They had a specific vision. Uh, they had been kind of. Um, inspired by fan reaction to some of their heavier stuff on the previous tour so when they went to make train of thought they're like we want something heavy we're going to go in you know kind of uh, get inspired by pantera a lot of the heavier stuff sepultura mm -hmm. things like that that was some of the inspiration when they went in so they wanted to make balls to the wall album with heavier riffing uh maybe bring in some new fans you know a new some new fans to the to, to the to their fan base and uh so all in all, I mean, they achieved that on this album. It was actually one of their only albums that didn't go the actual full length of a seat that a CD can hold. This album was only like 65 minutes long. Slackers. Their shortest album ever. <laughs> but for the yeah. most part, it was more concise, real heavy. Great, great album. But this one track, Vacant, is this. And it, and it actually comes right after one of their heaviest songs ever, Honor Thy Father which is an absolute yeah. face ripper. <clears throat> and then this, this, this pops up this real strange little atmospheric piece that, uh, you know, okay. I mean, on, on a more progressive dream theater album, you know, you expect a cool atmospheric, maybe instrumental and uh, whatever, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This song just doesn't fit. You know, you got honor thy fa father. You do have stream of consciousness, consciousness right after this song which yeah. is an instrumental and it kind of has a little bit of a slow build so you you've got that little i don't know if they were thinking like the the listener needs a break you know from the heavy and to you know rest their ears a little bit but that's not what this album was about that wasn't what it was supposed to be and they get a little bit of that in the intro of stream of consciousness so i, I just don't think this was a necessary track and no uh, I, I it doesn't fit and that is that is a great album overall, but you know, mm -hmm. I forgot about that track because it's forgettable. Yeah. And, and you, you, you probably skip up, it. Just like it doesn't fit with everything. So you, you know, you take not when that they, out, Not when they had the a specific album, vision. I yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stream of consciousness took care of the, you know, a little bit of a break, you know, after yeah. uh, honor thy father. So, and then yeah, in the name of God was the follow-up track to God that. In the so, name of God. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic track though. So yeah. This was a this was definitely a sore thumb on this album. All right, nice. I see. I love this. I love that we're pulling out the bands that we love and saying, "Look, yeah, look." And, and I think it, it just proves that we're we're not just sycophants, and we can see fault with the things that we love. It doesn't mean that we're not fans. You know, exactly. um, I, we're being honest sure. with things. It's like, yeah, not every band, right? I mean, not everything. Some of the shit you throw at the wall is going to stick, and mm -hmm. some doesn't. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, that's good. I, I love that. I love that we're doing this. Because um, my number one pick may be one of the worst songs ever written by one of <laughs> one of my one of our favorite bands. All three of us. <clears throat> There's this band called Iron Maiden, and they they had this album. I like know where you're going. 1990, <laughs> 91, called Fear of the Dark, and on this album. There's a song about a guy who likes to go out with his with his mates and like get drunk and play sports. And then maybe maybe because he's old and out of shape, maybe someone's gonna die. 
Um, this song is called Weekend Warrior. Oh my it. god, I forgot about this song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And let's go out, yeah, and let's go playing with your mates. Um, when you hear Bruce scream those song those songs, oh, like yeah, yeah. really, oh, like no gosh. wonder he wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge. And like, I gotta go anywhere but sing. Steve, all you say is writing a song about playing fucking quid, playing god dodgeball. Is this about a fucking dodgeball leap? Is that what you expect me to sing? Fucking dodgeball. I am fucking maiden. You know, I, I am just imagining in the studio. Oh, he's like, yeah, I got this, got this great song, guys. A great song about guys playing dodgeball. You know, and uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, oh boy. So, and I can hear Nico going. Some bloody cunts writing a song about dodgeball. <laughs> um, so yeah, Weekend Warrior is just absolutely oh, one of the best examples okay, of a that, horrible shitty song. That's the turd in the punch bowl right <laughs> that, there. I mean, that, 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 now that cake. punch bowl is not so great. I mean, Fear of the Dark has maybe <laughs> a couple, three good songs. It's a mediocre yeah. album. Um, uh, Fear of the Dark's good. I honestly can't remember. Be Quicker Be Dead. Be, I quick, like that. be Quicker Be Dead's got some fun stuff. I honestly can't remember much more of the album. I kind of really. like Afraid to Shoot Strangers. That, uh, like that, yeah, I, I that reminds me it. too much. The chorus reminds me too much of Hello Be Thy Name. You know, it's like the same oh, same big okay. break as yeah. you know, Hello Be Thy Name. It's like I actually like Wasting Love on this album. Oh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I do. I like those. You do like those ballads more than I do. You also like Coming Home off of. Uh, yeah, oh, I love that. Song. Yeah, I know you like that song. I'm like, for me, yeah, that's off that, that album. It's like, eh, I can oh, take that album God. song off the album, and then for me, it's perfect because that's a great mm. album. But um, yeah, it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, certain <laughs> a punch bowl, but mediocre punch bowl. If you've never heard Weekend Warrior, don't, don't, yeah, just, <laughs> don't, just, don't, hear. don't fucking even bother. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, don't. <laughs> so. Man. Wow, I, you know there were some surprises. Both of you guys brought in some really great surprises, and I I love that about what we do. It's like no one knows what's going to come up, and your lists were yeah, great. And I, I agree. It's like with a, with a couple of exceptions, I didn't feel as passionately about them as you, but I can certainly understand why you would think that. You know about these songs, and yeah, I think it's good to c- take bands that you really love too, because it's more it's more meaningful when you, there's a song you don't like. You know, because you like almost everything a certain band does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's more impactful when they when yeah. they lay a stinker out there. Spoiler <laughs> like, oh, alert, kids! There's going to be a lot more kiss in future segments. <laughs> right? Yeah, I got about eight eight songs. I'm like, I haven't even. I got to just go back through my catalog. I'm sure I can find I more. Think I- Maybe I need to go back. I'm going to listen to Love Theme from Kiss. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the sore thumb is the good song on the album. That, <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to try it, Dredd. You got to listen before. Oh, Come on. Do it. I, should it, pull, I want to pull it up and like force you to listen to it right now. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, we'll get, we'll get booted. We'll get booted from Sony yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Someone, will, someone will kick us off. Yeah. Well, but you could edit, edit this. Uh, edit, yeah. Play it after yeah. we're done recording. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. So <laughs> Okay. Anyway, kids, there's our uh, first volume of Sore Thumbs. Uh, Send us your thumb. hate mail. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd love to get <laughs> we're it. We're, 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 getting, we're, stupid. we're getting love. Chalupa Batman uh, sends us love. He says, yeah, you're over 100 subscribers now, so thanks for that. Yay. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank and I you. and I forgot, I don't know, did you guys oh, excuse me, did you guys watch um, or listen to those those songs that I posted on the uh, 
on the heavy metal. Oh, I haven't had a chance yet. But okay, no. no problem. We'll do it for next time. Oh, they just put up today. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's no, another no, band. Yeah, there's another band that they sent me links to. I'll, I'll send you the link. They're on Facebook. But uh, anyway, so next time, some bands have been sending us some music and say, "Hey, would you mind listening to this uh, music?" And then you know, giving us a shout or something. We're happy to do that. So we'll listen to it, and then um, we'll be back in, in the next episode. We'll we'll definitely yeah. get back with you. So anyway, uh, hey. Oh, yeah, you can find Heavy Metal Horror. I'm like, hey, we're almost done. Uh, UnsaneRadio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. That's where you're at if you're watching. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And we're now on Roku, Hotel Metal Jam. So if you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of the Sore Thumb. Chop Top. Who's got two sore thumbs and I, I, I don't know what else. <laughs> I thought you were going to fart. I, I saw you, <laughs> I I saw you leave. Off, I'm like, mean, are you going to rip one out? I'm going to rip one out. Come on. Rip that I couldn't come up with anything. I could totally blank. Dribble. Uh, this is what I think of Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like this up. Still don't like Kiss. This guy. Here we go. Edit this together. Now so I have all the right. more reasons. I'm listening to all their sore thumb songs. These guys suck. Uh, You've been watching. I'm to... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, man. I said I'm going to listen to some hooligan after that. Oh yeah. Don't... Mama said I was a hooligan. Don't blow your wad. That's how. Come on now. We don't want to blow too much. That's right. Oh, there's only so much kiss we want to put in one episode. <laughs> so you've been watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Uh, yeah, you've been watching and listening to. We're going to get out of here whether we know it or not. Heavy. Heavy. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before.